This is the Bible in the News. It is amazing how one relatively small volcano in Iceland can cause so much havoc across much of Europe and the world. A massive cloud of ash, potentially fatal to modern aircraft, is moving over the northern half of the European continent, causing airspace from the United Kingdom all the way to Poland to close. Today, about two-thirds of Europe's 28,000 daily flights were cancelled. If the disturbance continues for a third day, approximately six million passengers will be affected. Struggling airlines are losing about 20 million a day. There are even suggestions this could affect the fragile global economic recovery. The Economist, in an article entitled Ash Flow Problems, comments on this phenomena. Terminals empty of passengers and grounded aircraft attested to the power of nature to disrupt the travel plans of millions as many of Europe's busiest airports were forced to close for business on Thursday, April 15th. Nobody knows how long the eruption will continue. Days, weeks, months, or even years. If it will trigger another eruption of a nearby volcano, which some say is likely. What kind of health problems it may cause or changes in weather, such as a volcanic winter. Whatever the effects, one thing is clear. Despite all his knowledge and perceived power, mankind really is helpless and vulnerable. Man is not in control of his destiny. The Almighty Creator has immense power at his disposal. At the time of Hezekiah, one angel went out and smote 185,000 of the Assyrian army. Just one angel. Daniel chapter 4 deals with the humbling of human pride, the humbling of the kingdom of men. In Daniel 4 verse 35 we read, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven, and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand, or say unto him, What doest thou? Who can stay the hand of the Almighty? One movement, and the course of world history is changed. One minor event, and the world is in chaos. The modern age of technology is more vulnerable than, even, than ever to the power of nature, as the last few days have demonstrated. Is this volcano an act of God, calculated to move world events in a particular direction? Or is it merely time and chance? Time will tell exactly what these events will bring, how extensive the effects will be, and if they will influence the nations in respect to God's plan and purpose. This week we have read of several events in the news that herald the return of Christ to the earth to establish the kingdom in Israel. We see the nations gathering against Israel, and again, the focus is East Jerusalem and the Jewish settlements in Judea and Samaria. First, to the United Kingdom, where Israeli tourism ads with pictures of the Western Wall have been banned by the UK Advertising Standard Agency. Why? Because the pictures misleadingly implied that East Jerusalem was part of the state of Israel, resulting in false advertising. The fact is that the Western Wall is part of the State of Israel, and if you visit there, you are free to visit. East Jerusalem was annexed by Israel after the Six-Day War in 1967, and while this annexation may not be accepted by some, it is part of the State of Israel, like it or not. It is completely absurd that the place deemed the holiest place of Judaism 
is banned from being shown in tourist ads in the UK. Meanwhile, Iran and Russia continue to build their cozy relationship. Russia is moving full speed ahead with the building of the Iranian nuclear reactor. Russia announced this week that its Iranian nuclear reactor will be ready to launch operations in August of this year. It seems that the President of the USA, Mr. Obama, has achieved little with the 40-nation nuclear summit just hosted in Washington, D.C. He certainly has not achieved anything with respect to the most important nuclear weapons question of today. When and will Iran have the bomb and how can they be stopped? As these events unfold, Russia and Iran held joint naval exercises in the Caspian Sea. Israel National News reported that the operation is entitled Regional Collaboration for a Secure and Clean Caspian, and that the two-day drill quietly combines military objectives with environmental goals. Finally, Hillary Clinton is at it again with calls for Israel to take risks for peace with the Arabs. The much-trumpeted peace of the brave has blown up in Israel's face many times since the implementation of Oslo and has been proven to be rather the peace of fools. Psalm 120 verse 7 is quite relevant. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. Clinton also called on Israel to strengthen the PLO. What an absurd request for Israel to strengthen the Palestinian Liberation Organization. The goal of the PLO is to liberate Palestine from the Jews. And of course she demanded that Israel cease building in the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria and the suburbs of Jerusalem. The controversy of Zion spoken of in the prophecy of Isaiah 34 verse 8 continues to gain momentum. It is through God's mercy that we can witness this constant stream of events to remind us that the return of the King of Israel is on the verge of becoming a great historical event. This week we have seen the power of the Creator in contrast to the weakness of man's technology. We see all nations continuing their hostility and unreasonable demands on Israel. Russia and Iran continue to build the relationship spoken of in Ezekiel 38, where Persia or Iran is one of the members of the invading coalition of nations that will be destroyed by the almighty power of God when Jesus Christ establishes himself as King of Israel. Ezekiel prophesies the coalition led by Gog, a grouping of Russia, Europe, and Islamic nations, will come down like a cloud to cover the land. We have seen this week how one cloud of volcanic dust descending over Europe can cause a significant amount of turmoil. When Gog enters the land of Israel with his grand plans, it won't take much for the God of Israel to bring all his plans to ruin and confusion. Thanks for taking the time out to listen or read Bible in the News, and God willing, we will see you next week at www.bibleinthenews.com. This has been David Billington with you.